Okay, moving on with the show. Just a reminder, get your questions in through YouTube, through Twitter, and we'll address them towards the end of the show. But moving swiftly on here with the second segment of the podcast, um, the Bengals at the Jets in week three. Uh, Oh, what a tangled web we weave when we flatter to deceive. Uh, The Bengals haven't been very flattering so far, Colm. But the Jets, unbelievably, last week in the second half were, or last two minutes were. How do you make? How do you feel that this one's going to break down? Yeah, I, I saw a tweet during the week, and it was um, co- kind of quoting, I suppose, Lael Collins when he signed for the Bengals, and he said um, to Joe Burrow, "Don't don't worry, your your new bodyguards in town, nobody's going to touch you." And this quote tweet said, um, Joe Burrow, JFK, having bodyguards let you down in Dallas, <laughs> which uh, was uh, quite quite apt. Um, now, I would go back and say some of the sacks that Burrow is taking are on him. And he's he talked about that during the offseason. We've mentioned that before. He wants to hold on to the ball and uh, make the play happen, but he cannot take the, the punishment that he has. Certainly all doesn't seem well in the Bengals camp. We saw, um, you know, Joe Burrow um, shouting at his head coach uh, last week. And prior to, obviously, look, this time last year, say at the start of last season, there was a lot of talk around um, the head coach of the the Bengals. And then they went on the the magical run. Um, And obviously this season has not started well. They are looking to avoid going uh, to 0-3. And if that were to happen, they would be the first team since the the Rams at 0-2 um, to to lose the Super Bowl and then go 0-3. The the Jets are looking to go above 500 uh, for the first time since week one of 2018 uh, when they won their opener. Um, So truly, Jets fans are long-suffering. I... I went, I honestly, I would not be at all surprised if the Jets were to win this one because I, I do think that the Bengals are um, struggling and, and I do think it's going to, they probably, I, I don't know, can they get it sorted out quick enough? They seem to be, you know, getting in their own way. The passing game and the, the run game seem completely at odds um, with one another. That line looks a mess. So I, I'm not, I wouldn't be surprised, but... I picked the Bengals to uh, win the the North uh, during our season preview show, and for that reason, and purely on the the basis of Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase and the talent that they have, I'm going to believe in them. But if they if they go to zero and three, they'll have put themselves in an enormous hole. There's an old line in the NFL for years called, says, which says, bad lines don't travel. But um, this bad line did travel last year. It traveled all the way to, to LA for the Super Bowl, like ourselves. But um, we're seeing it's catching up again already this season. Yeah, the, yeah, Columns right. They said it correct. And it wasn't just Columns. I mean, they brought in two other experienced players in free agents that were for, hadn't had great experience. One with the page, one with the books, Super Bowl rings. They, they thought it was all locked up and all sorts straight away but it hasn't hasn't come to, to pass so far anyway but i think zach taylor is, uh, has to put his hands up here there's a lot of things going wrong his play calling is wrong his management of the play clock is wrong 
He's not using mixing efficiently. The running back is one arguably one of the best in the league. We we, we don't see see him in on the right plays. He never seems to be in on a third down with short yards, which is strange. They gave up uh, last week 184 yards, in which the, the uh, Jets gave up against the run to the Browns. They should be leaning on mixing this week, going back to bases and trying to get the win, and then move on and, and start focusing on the rest of the season. But the Jets for me are there's something. Good and positive going on with Jets. We, like we spoke in the offseason. I felt they were going in the right direction. Salah seems to have, you, you know, Mark, you touched on last week. You could see how much we spoke about Dave with the Giants. You see the same with the, with the Jets, the players. They all wanted to rally around the coach when they won the game. They're all very excited and delighted for him that he won the game, having had a difficult week with the New York media. The defensively, yeah, last week wasn't great, but they did hold the Ravens for three and a half quarters in the first, in the first game. And, you know, bearing in mind you were on the field for so long, the offense didn't do a lot for the Jets on that day. But Jets offensively last week got it going. Garrett Wilson looks like the player in which everybody thought he, thought he was. Coming out of draft, Brees Hall, the second round pick, had a great game last week. Touchdown. Carter stepped up from where he was last year. Moore. They've got some players. And Flacco, when he has the players around, looks capable. Offensive line was a bit better last week. I'm going with the shock. I'm, I'm siding with the Jets here. I think the Jets are going to find a way to win again. It's catching. It's catching. It's the first of all infected column. Now it's infecting Brian. Uh, the shock therapy is coursing through the Irish NFL show tonight. Um, look, um, the Bengals are facing a backup quarterback. That's lovely. Didn't do much use last week. They faced a backup quarterback there and promptly lost to the Cowboys in Dallas. Um, I did see a great tweet, which was just imagine if they hadn't replaced 60% of the line, just imagine how many sacks Joe Burrow would be getting, um, which was somewhat ironic. But like Colm said, a lot of that isn't just on the line. It's also on Joe Burrow, who's holding on to the ball too long and setting himself up for that punishment. Um, sometimes you have to, you know, throw the ball away and live to fight another down, perhaps. Uh, the reality is if the Bengals go 0-3, they don't just set the stat, as Colm alluded to, about being the first team that went to the Super Bowl since the 2002 Rams to to go to do that in the following season. They would also be 0-3 for the first time for them since 2019 when they started the season 0-11. Um, I don't see that pattern emerging necessarily. I get all of Brian's points and agree, and I think this is going to be very close. But the one factor is I still think that Bengals' defense has a roar in it. Yes, they had have not had the greatest of starts to the season, but I think they're going to have more than enough for Joe Flacco. Uh, I think the defense can carry them this week, even if the offense and that line in particular still sputters. Don't worry, Brian, maybe one time on third and one or fourth and one, that little sneak to Perrine instead of Mixon is going to work for Zach Taylor. We we can but hope at some point along the way it will it will come to fruition. Uh, but roaring back into contention, uh, I think the Bengals will make a reappearance in the, uh, the matter uh, uh, and the very competitive matter of the AFC North. But, don't remember. Don't forget, they did lose to the Jets last year. They actually lost in East Rutherford last year. So um, Brian's selection is—it's out there. It's a—it's a lone wolf pick, Brian, because Michael's also going with the Bengals. But we'll see—we'll see how it all transpires for you. We'll see how it all transpires shortly. Um, let's go to another two teams who have certainly underperformed to date uh, against expectations, and indeed, in one instance, in an explosive fashion. Um, a very big, even this early in the season game, 
considering the aspirations of both these teams, and especially given the competitive division in the AFC West that the Raiders play in, the Raiders at the Titans column. Break it down for us. Yeah, definitely uh, two sides who um, had much higher aspirations than, than where they are. And at the end of this game, the likelihood is, barring a tie, one of these teams is going to be 0-3. And um, you you imagine um, that it's it, not impossible, but very difficult to get a playoff spot from from there. The Titans, uh, we, we all probably predicted that they would take a, a step back. Um, given that they were kind of trading um, AJ Brown, I think they themselves probably expected that to an extent. I, I don't think. I think if they felt that they had a real chance at it, I don't think they'd have traded AJ Brown. Right? You would you would keep your best players if you really felt that you were had a, a proper tilt at a, a Super Bowl. Um, now that that said, they they did bring, obviously draft. Um, rookie talent but it just it just hasn't worked and the injuries keep piling up there um lost uh and a couple of really important players in terms of their left tackle um and dupree on the edge so it's um it's difficult i i don't know for them whether the fact that um you know Tannehill possibly knows it's his last season is that playing into it um and I I really like Vrabel as a as a coach and I I think they will continue to to play hard for him um for the the Raiders if they go to 0-3 uh for Josh McDaniels it is there will be serious questions, I, I think, um, at, at that point. Not that like anything is going to happen, but people will begin to, to really look at, at this team who were very hyped um, prior to the, the season and the weapons that they have and say, what is going on there? I do feel that given the injuries the Titans have and given where the Raiders expected to be, I think the Raiders need this more than the the Titans. Um, I, I, you know, the the Titans. It feels to me are kind of in not not quite a rebuild, but at the same time, they're trying to figure out what Derrick Henry is. They've got a lot of contracts up at the end of the year for the Raiders. That Derrick Carr extension, you know, they have a, a, a get a jail free card, but they have incredible pass catchers and I think that they should be able to do enough to beat a depleted Titan side and to move to one and two. Yeah, this game has me torn all week. Um, it has me torn all week that the graphic in which it's about to appear is now the one in which I am picking, but I had asked Michael to change it, and I had even contacted Hoagie Bear to have the graphic change on our weekly picks that goes out on Sunday. However, um, Michael, or sorry, Colin talks about the injuries in which the Titans have, and that's why I was siding with the Raiders. But in the last hour or so, it's been confirmed that uh, Josh Jacobs is now out and Hunter Renfro is now out. So to me, that's a big game changer in the game. I'm not sure if you knew that, Colin. So sorry if if you hadn't uh, read that. The Raiders, for me, need to put four quarters together. The first week, they didn't do anything until the third quarter. They came up fast in the second half against the Chargers. Um, Adams had the big run, and then he got the touchdown. And then last week, they were very good in the first half, and then completely disappeared in the second half. they got to put it together for four quarters. The Titans, yeah, offensively, line, they're struggling. Henry, we haven't seen a lot of Henry. You know, the first week he was held 82 yards. He had a quite enough game in Buffalo. 
last weekend and their wide receivers are a bit of unknown. I mean, they brought in Woods, hasn't done a lot. Brooks, there was a lot of expected him. We did raise our concerns about letting AJ Brown go and expecting him to come in and take over the mantle and be efficient from day one. That's, that can happen for the rookie, but sometimes, by and large, it takes a while to get going. I'm going to go with the Titans. I feel Derrick Henry will have a game on Sunday. I think we'll see Ryan Tannehill with his legs more so than his arm be a bit more uh, efficient in terms of the run pass option. Yeah, the Raiders have got explosive players, but Titans have a knack and variable in particular of finding a win when they really need it. So I'll side with the Titans. I don't know why, Brian, but when you said we're going to see Tannehill with his legs, and just at that point, I had a vision of him doing river dance. Uh, don't quite know why, um, but uh, yes, he can be He's an interesting trick. He yeah, is. No, I was going to say, yeah. he's, he can be a threat. And you certainly see that around the goal line sometimes when he keeps on quarterback keeps when everyone thinks it's going to Derek Henry and scored a fair few touchdowns, rushing touchdowns in the last while. Um, I, you know, guys, th- this one is is close. Um, they're both 0-2. They're both, I mean, I won't say desperate, but yeah, desperate basically for a victory at this stage. The injuries to the Titans are severe. My biggest concern would actually be Taylor the one being missing. When you consider Chandler Jones, the last time he played the Titans was as an Arizona Cardinal. And what did he do in that game? Oh, that's right. He only got five sacks and two fumbles on his way to another Pro Bowl season. So he will be licking his lips at this opportunity. And whilst, um, yes, there are a few injuries on the Raiders' side, Brian, I think that... uh, They've still looked impressive enough in moving the ball at times, and I'm not sure the Titans have bottomed out yet. I thought they would take a step back this season. I thought they'd take a significant step back. Uh, So far, I've been proved sadly. I don't like to be right on that, but I have been proved right in that regard. Um, And I just wonder whether or not this is a little bit of a spiral until um, they reset. They reset uh, a little bit more. Um, we've talked many moons about Tannehill's ability with his arm, whether it holds them back. They obviously don't have the downfield threats, even though they were pinning a lot of hopes on their rookie wide receiver this year. So e- injuries and all, I'm going to go with the Raiders to start to right the ship because, frankly, if they don't, they're out of it. If they go 0-3 with the AFC West and all those divisional games to come, they're gone, frankly. So the Raiders need it. They both need it. But I'll go Raiders. Michael's gone Titans. So we've got a pure 50-50 split this weekend, which shows you how tight the game is, I suppose. 